Welcome to today's online message from Long Eaton Oasis Christian Centre. We are a church at the heart of the community, with a heart for the community. And we're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. If you want to find out more, you can visit our website, www.longeatonoasis.co.uk, or you can direct message us. Father, as we celebrate Harvest Thanksgiving, we give thanks for the blessings of food, provision and nourishment. Please grow in, please grow in us a harvest for the world. Come and seed, come sow a seed of hope within our souls, Lord, that we might yield goodness, patience and kindness in abundance. Sow a seed of peace in our lives, Lord, that we might bear the fruits of forgiveness, compassion and righteousness. Come sow a seed of love in our hearts, Lord, that others would reap the, <laughs> reap the blessings of family, friendship and community. May each seed of hope, peace and love grow within us into a harvest that can be feasted on by all. Amen. Father, just as Adrian brings the word to us today, I pray that our hearts will be stirred and encouraged and inspired to live for you. Amen. Amen. Good morning to you. It's great to see you. And if you're here for the very first time, met some this morning, welcome. Very warm welcome. There's something going to come up on screen, so you need to watch this. It's only going to be about a minute and a half. It's a little story, a little film. It's going to come up. The Thankful Leper. This is Jesus, Hey-o! who is the Son of God and the Savior of the world. Jesus did many amazing things while he was on earth. It's true. One day, he was traveling to Jerusalem and was going through a village when ten men who had leprosy came to him. Now in the time Jesus lived, leprosy was a terrible sickness that could be caught very easily. Because of this, people with leprosy were sent outside of the places that they lived. They were called unclean, and no one wanted to be close to them. Ah, gross! But when these men who had leprosy saw Jesus coming, Hey, Jesus! They called out to him and said, Jesus, have mercy on us. And Jesus saw them and said, Go show yourself to the priests. And as they went, they were healed and had leprosy no more. Whoa, when one of the men saw that he was healed, he came back to Jesus shouting, Praise God! Oh yeah, praise God! He thanked Jesus for what he had done. Aww. Hmm. Jesus asked, Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this Samaritan? Looks like it. Then Jesus said to the man, Stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. Thank you. And so the man was healed because he had faith and he was thankful for what Jesus had done for him. It's so important to say thank you, isn't it? Something very powerful about thank you. I don't know, I don't know how you feel if someone says to you, Thank you for doing that. 
It, it, it makes you feel good, but also the person that does something. It, it's, it's, it's a win-win. Everybody feels amazing when something as simple as thank you. And so too in the kingdom of God, and as a believer or as, a, as anyone to say thank you to God. And so that's what this morning is about. We're coming and saying thank you. And as Andrew, Pastor Andrew shared earlier, people used to bring the very best of their harvest. We used to live in a very more of an agricultural society once upon a time. And we would say, in our way of saying, thank you, God, we bring the best. And then that best of harvest in our thanks would be given to others who, who needed, who were maybe in need. And today we're saying thank you. And so thank you, as Andrew said, thank you so much for coming forward. And we're going to distribute this, or Food Bank will, and it will help others. And it's important to say thank you. Look, there, I, I want to just say there are three things that I'm going to briefly say Thank you. We can learn from this man, this leper. And the first thing is this, and it's this, that Jesus, he sees us when others maybe miss us. Jesus sees you when maybe others miss you. It's interesting. In the original translation, it says this, that the, the, the lepers, it says, stood at a distance. In our little film, they were right in front of him almost. But um, they were at a distance. You had, when you had leprosy, you had to stand a long way away. And they're on the edge of life and society. Today, there's a lot of people feeling as if they're on the edge in their mental health, family life, their financial, I don't know, wherever you might be today, where you stand. But uh, on the very edge, out on the rim, out on the edge, and when you're on the edge, you feel as if it won't be much before you fall over, trip up or fall off, and the wheels come off of life, as it were. And we're hearing some of those stories that uh, are in the food bank video. But Jesus sees us when we're at a distance or feeling on the edge, just like those lepers were on the edge. It's interesting that he always moved, uh, Jesus moves towards people with pain. And no matter what you are feeling, where you're at and where you are, I may miss you. Someone around us may miss us, but God looks, looks to you, looks at you and looks at I. And, uh, and so it, 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 we learn that from this, this account, whether these 10 people would have passed these 10 lepers and given them a wide, a wide berth. They would have walked around them. But Jesus saw them, even though they were at a distance, and moved towards them. And so for you and I. But he also teaches us for you and I, and that's what we're doing this morning. In, in, you're not just bringing some tins and we just put them there. Um, we, we then pack these up and we take them to food bank. But um, it's, it's actually caring for people who may be on the edge. Maybe they're financially on the edge. I don't know. But it's, it's that what we learn. Second, second thing um, that we see in that, it, it's, it, Jesus actually says to the, the, the ten lepers, he says, um, go and show yourself to the priests. Go and show yourself to the priest. And it says, as they went, they were healed. It says that in the original translation. He, they called him in a loud voice. And then when Jesus saw them, he said, go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. Take a step of faith. The second thing that we learn from the story of the 10 lepers is that we trust God. Take a step of faith. It's as he said, go and show yourselves. So they had leprosy. So they thought to themselves, we've got leprosy. <laughs> You only showed yourself to the priest when you thought you were clean. In the ancient East, you could be, have remission, just like you can have a cancer, you can have a remission and, and you can feel better. 
You go and see a doctor then. Well, in the East, if you felt that you were clearing up and it looked as if it, you would then go and show the priest and the priest would check and say, yes, you are clean. But this was before they were clean. He said, now go and show yourselves. While they still had the skin disease that was on them, this speaks of faith. And I don't know about for you and me, there are times when we trust God and it doesn't seem to be that anything's happened. You've still got that complaint might not be a skin disease, but maybe you're hurting inside. Maybe you've got worry or a concern or you're anxious or you're in pain. And it hasn't, but he says, go and show yourselves, go. And it's as that point, and sometimes things don't change straight away. Don't worry. It's easy for me to say, don't worry. Don't give up. Easy for me to say. But in this story, Jesus then says, go now. And it's as they trusted, as they stepped out, that along the way, they were healed may not happen immediately, it might happen immediately for you, but as we trust him and others come around us and pray and stand with you, that you find that you will find God's provision in your heart and life. And the third and final thing that we learn from this story is this. You know, I would say this, grateful people will experience the grace of God. Interesting that Jesus says, did I not heal 10 and only one of you has come back to say thank you? Then he says something amazing. Go, your faith has now saved you. You're made completely whole. He says that. He says, go. He says, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. It's interesting. Ten were healed. Only one came back and said, thank you. All of them had a physical healing, but only one of them was fully made whole. Ten of them went away, healed from their disease, but only one of them went away, healed not only from the external disease, but the disease of the heart called sin and the pain of life and emotion, emotional turmoil, mental, emotional turmoil and stress, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual healing. This is the true of the whole totality of the grace of God. And this is very interesting that it's with grateful hearts as we're thankful throughout the Old Testament the New Testament it's give thanks to the Lord for he is good continue to rejoice says Paul with thanksgiving why because thankful hearts are usually open hearts when you thank God your heart becomes open to God and then you begin to realize know and experience the full measure of love's God's love his grace his power and his forgiveness we see that with this man as he comes back. I don't know about you, but I want to be one out of ten. I tell you what, when I did my O-level mock and they had these ten questions many, many years ago, I got one out of ten. You know, when they read them out in the... So I would have been about, I don't know, 15 years of age when you did... Uh, 15 or 16, doing the mock or whatever it was, 16 probably. And uh, they read them out. It was in the days when they read out your results. Yeah, I know. It was torture. And they were reading. And they didn't do, they did those that got the most first. And it was coming down the line. There was someone in that class who got zero. So I didn't feel quite so bad. But I got one out of ten. One out of ten. It was these ten questions, trigonometry and all sorts of stuff. I can't remember now. But I tell you what, I want to be the one out of ten who is grateful. This is where I do want to get one out of 10. I do want to be the one out of 10. This morning, let's be the one out of 10 who comes back to God and says, thank you. 
which we're doing this morning, and that's why you're here, and that's why we're, we're saying, God, we give you our hearts. Saying thanks to God is saying, not only thank you, put my hands in my pocket, and I'll walk off and go home, but thank you is I'm giving you my life. I give you my heart. I give you my all. This is me. Thank you, God, with my life. God loves that. God loves that. God loves that when you and I do that. If we draw near to him, God will draw near to you. And you find that when you start to be thankful, now thanks is quite challenging. Being thankful, you, you might say, what have I got to be thankful for today? A lady called Corrie Ten Boom, with this will close, a lady called Corrie Ten Boom was going through the concentration camps in, 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 in outside of Germany and she was smuggling Jews outside of, I think it's Holland or Belgium, one of those countries. might be Holland, I don't know. And uh, eventually her family were caught. They were Christians and caught. And the Germans sent them to a concentration camp. And her dad and her sister died in that camp. But during the course of the journey, being in this concentration camp, um, a Christian friend said, um, you know, learn to be thankful. And she thought, what have I got to thank God about? There's, you know, my life is a mess. I've got no food. There's fleas in this camp, in the, in the, in the, in the, 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 the billet where they were housed. There were fleas. But what they found was, she even started to give thank you, God, for the fleas. She lied on a bed of fleas. Because the German officers wouldn't go into that room because of the fleas. And that group in that room were allowed to read the Bible and share and pray for each other when no one else, when the German officers would go in. And she learned to give thanks even in challenging times. It was amazing. She said, the fleas saved my life. It's quite amazing. It's quite bizarre that she learned to give thanks even in the most challenging of times. When we thank God, our hearts are open to God. And when your heart becomes open to God, you begin to feel, see, and experience the complete grace and love and provision and peace, power, and presence of God. So today... Let's continue with thankful hearts, no matter what the challenge may be. God bless you. Let's pray together. Almighty God and Heavenly Father, we want to be the one out of ten. Ten lepers and only one come back to say thank you. And this morning, we want to be that one that says, and we are saying to you, thank you. This is my life. This is my heart. This is me. And I want to give myself to you. And in doing so, just as I bring produce, I bring me. I bring my life. I bring my heart. I bring my home. And Lord, say thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for forgiveness. Thank you for the provision of salvation through your son, Jesus. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for life. Thank you for this day. Thank you for breath. Thank you for this very moment that we're here together right now. Thank you that you have helped me. You've brought me to this place. There have been times in my life when I've known not what to do, and yet I'm here today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name we say, Amen. Amen. God bless you, and we pray that you have a most amazing and great day in the rest of your day.